everybody. Uh, the Rock the, Lobster. <laughs> yeah, but no, I should think of a, a to me my podcast. All right. Anyways, guys, uh, the Fantastic Four podcast. There's the there's the it's opening quote. Cape Crisis in time, guys. Oh. It, it's Cape Crisis. Yeah, it's Cape Crisis in time. There we go. <laughs> Hey everybody! Uh, this is a special. Uh, uh, Dare I say E three special? Uh, this is special caused by E three because yeah. we're all very busy at E three right now. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got this one in the bank, in the holster, a little ahead of time. So we won't be talking about news as much as we normally do, or uh, or talking about comments on the on the forum. Though we still yeah. really appreciate them. So yeah, the the question of the week is still. They're just going to have to go two weeks this time. Mm-hmm. Just going to double over. That gives you even more chance to think about your response and the craft of even better ones. <laughs> and who, it, are, who are you? Anyway, bros, this is me, your host, uh, Henry Gilbert, yeah, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. Never going to change it. <laughs> I've got to get rid of that sound. And I'm here with regular co-host... Christopher Antista. And uh, good old pal... Tyler Wilde? Isn't yeah. Tyler Wilde oh. like a mainstay co-host at this point? You've been he dragged went, in on this uh, more than almost anybody else. <laughs> I guess he has. He's been on uh, the third is most podcasts. So it's, uh, the third most episodes. So you, you appear in a lot of podcasts. Can you can you yeah. rank them right now? For Where does Cape Prices rank? Mm. I'd say number one. Number, number one, one? Podcast. Number one podcast. Woo! Over PC Gamers podcast. Yeah. Over no, Laser it's Time. Just, it's the number one podcast. Nice. Uh, I really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Yeah, I've never listened to an episode, by the way. But well, you've you've listened to them as they happened. That's right. I'm and I live listening. To and all I know so it's a it's a favorite podcast to someone very important to you. Tyler's very he listens to one podcast a year, and that <laughs> yeah. generally doesn't include the ones he's on. No, uh, but I love podcasts. Me guys. too. That's why I do them. That's, That's why, why we're do. doing this one, so we didn't uh, leave you hanging for a week. Yeah, wouldn't it suck to not have one for a week? We're balls deep in E3 right mm-hmm. now, is a thing. Tweet so. us. Maybe we'll take a picture of something for you. So, but yeah. You had a good idea. Mm-hmm. You yeah. had a good idea for like uh, something we could bank, something evergreen. Yeah, so this is during E3, and I think it's no secret to most of our listeners that in our regular lives, we write about video games, and that's, you know... I, I don't know how I'd rank my loves if I would say comic books is my first love or video games. I'm not sure. Or would it be television? Decide. Decide. Right now. Uh, Decide. All right, comic books. But anyway, now no video games. Ooh, I'm sorry. They're the future. Video games are the future. Sorry, the answer was Mario. Mario was the answer. <laughs> I do think I liked Mario before I liked Spider-Man. I do think that. I know I did. I know I did. Mario's an easier concept to get. Though, but Batman, I mean, everybody loves that. But anyway... So we're real gaming journalologists, mm-hmm. and so we always like games, and when comic books and video games collide, yeah. it makes us really happy, or really sad. For me, as a young man, mm-hmm. um, I, the cover would always trick me, like yeah. looking at, at game box covers like, oh, this is a page mm-hmm. from, they basically like took a page from an X-Men comic. Like direct. It obviously wow. must look exactly like this if I play it. You just and, took mine. And then Wolverine became a brown square. Yes. And, and, uh, yeah. the, um, I, I may have played Sunsoft's Batman, which is fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that may have been my first comic game. But uh, I, I remember being more excited about the X-Men game. Which the I got. NES one. Here, here, let me it's bring like you a back. Gauntlet style. Let right? me set a scene. I was at a okay. friend's birthday party at a Pizza Hut. 
<laughs> now, has anybody have the perfect setting of a Pizza Hut commercial? I just feel it just feels that feels like the eighties to me. Checker tablecloth, <laughs> chewy ass cheese, fountain uh, sodas in a pitcher. And he got he got a copy of the X Men, which he'd already played. And like I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to borrow it. Like, you want to borrow it now? Like, what? what? Earl? I knew somebody named Earl. Uh, Earl, <laughs> black dude named Earl. Uh, Earl, you really me the X Men? And then I get and I didn't just years later. I'm like, oh yeah, he knew he exactly. knew it was bad and he, he didn't knew want it, it was anymore. bad. He knew it was, but he had just gotten it. Mm-hmm. So it was brand new. Somebody gave me a brand new $50 NES game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, that game is fucking terrible. Like yeah. Everybody in there is worthless with the exception of Nightcrawler, who can walk through walls, basically cheat, mm-hmm. uh, and because it's impossible and stupid with terrible music, courtesy of LJN, uh, ruiners of franchises everywhere. Yeah, that's what burned. So much damage was done to like comic book games through the early, just the idea and concept of a comic book video game. Mm-hmm. In the late '80s and early '90s, because it was bad they just games. burned most of them. Though, just like ripped off children, like that was their whole point. Like I, I remember buying, uh, like I was super into Spider-Man, and here's a Spider-Man Game Boy game. I just got a Game Boy. Time to go to town. Mm. Obviously, Spider-Man's bright, bright red and blue costume didn't look so great in green and gray, and like it was horrible side-scrolling mess. And the cover promised, like, hey, you'll fight Carnage and Cardiac. They look like they look nothing like their characters. I think oh, on the yeah, I, would, I was doing a bunch of stuff for the Avengers, like looking back all comic book games, mm-hmm. and yeah, those Game Boy games look atrocious. Like, it, it's it's ridiculous. They're abominations. It, it, but it's it's like the way silent films look to films. <laughs> Games already looked better than that, and this looks even... Like, what happened before silent films? Like, maybe flip books or something like that? Kinescopes. It's, w- it's worse than a kinescope. It's the Game Boy Marvel games are fucking terrible. And there's, like, three of the Spider-Man games, right? Yeah. Yeah, they were all bad. Just made to have a colorful cover mm-hmm. to trick kids like me into buying the game because it had Spider-Man. And that's what gave them a bad name for such a long time. I had a better experience a little later. Oh, wait, can I just play you this real quick? This is so <laughs> right. much fun to me. I want to see if it works in audio, but the Spider-Man commercial for his first game—it's like the first Marvel game, the Atari uh, Twenty-Six Hundred game, oh, I which is him swinging game. around and dodging Green Goblin. But it's Spider-Man swinging onto a New York rooftop, which is a terrible set uh, to play a game starring him and the Green Goblin attacks. I think they had the same Spider-Man costume for every commercial yeah. for like most of the for about a decade. I will say that uh, that Green Goblin costume in the commercial it's is not better bad. than... Yeah, it's a pretty good Green Goblin costume. It's not bad. It's, it's better they than the... They should have used the, it for the film. Yeah, the mecha Green Goblin thing we now all have to live Oof, with. At, uh, yeah. no, I look forward to whatever new thing they do with the Green Goblin in the next movie. Uh, but you you did not play the Batman NES games? Maybe a tiny bit. They're so good, a, and the music is so great. I found a Japanese commercial. I doubt it'll work. Nope. Well, we get we're, we get your we get what you mean. But I remember the, I just remember the commercial very well because it was the first uh, it was the first game that I saw a character wall cling, 
Batman could cling to walls. Oh. So he could uh, wall jump up things, hold himself, jump over the other wall. It was fucking... It was great. Those Sunsoft games are really good, and the music is stellar. Mm-hmm. Wow, we, we're playing some right now. Let's hope. Sega had a good run of Spider-Man games, I thought. they they. I don't know. Well, they had a much better run than the Nintendo Spider-Man. They were the best Spider-Man games to that mm-hmm. point. I, I, I didn't like it at the time. I played... Uh, the Sega made uh, simply Spider-Man arcade mm-hmm. game. Yeah. I had a lot of fun on it. It was oh, just a brawler, game. just like every other brawler. But also, I really enjoyed... I think it was just called Spider-Man for the Game Gear as well. I liked it. I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. And I got stuck in the stuck in the Doc Ock stage. But I had mm-hmm. a good time with it. And it was the only game that brought in the... Story idea of Spider-Man taking photographs of himself for money to buy web fluid. <laughs> uh, for the Genesis one. Yeah, Genesis and The, the Genesis one I, I played, it just it, there wasn't a lot of swinging. It was just side to side, and he uses web mostly to shoot balls. Yeah. Uh, here's the, yes. I have the commercial. I love this commercial. <laughs> Spider-Man. Sega Genesis. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Sega I do have another yeah. Sega Genesis. This is, um, which I think we can get into later. This is one of the most accurate to this day comic games, but this character has been done really good justice, I think, in video games. He's big. He's mean. He's Crush. Oh, just punching the crap out of stuff. Well, it, it is, but it's it's also different than because uh, it could have been just Hulk punching shit, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. He ain't wearing shoes, says the commercial. Man, the Hulk is so tough. He uh, it makes me want to buy the game. But like, think if you think of brawlers of the time, and I, I'll bring it up back to Final Fight, which is one of my favorite mm-hmm. side-scrolling beat 'em ups. It's the best ever. Uh, but Incredible Hulk, you could not only punch. You could thunderclap, you could grab, choke, squeeze, body slam, and then you could even roll them up into little bowling balls and hurl them at other enemies and pick <laughs> up things all over the environment. And if there were little environment objects like a phone booth, punch it, your Hulk, it'll break. And there, it, a lot of destructible things in the environment. That is pretty cool. I never played that. I didn't. Uh, I did play the Maximum Carnage Spider-Man game oh. too, which uh, is famous for the soundtrack by mm-hmm. Green Jelly. Uh, and then wow! Wait, and, wait, what was the other one? That was, but that's like, and then there was separation of, anxiety. The scene, but those were rare, right? They made, they made those based directly off of storylines. Those are based directly on long running storylines in mm-hmm. the comics. They animated comic book panels multiple times, like it followed the same plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was very different for its time. And then, um, uh, but I think they were still pretty bad. There were still no really good superhero games even on the PlayStation, on the PS1. No, that's where it got really bad for everybody. Because then they couldn't even... They at least, like, in the 16-bit area, at least found a good way to make 2D games. But then when they went to polygons, like, they got shit again. It was like Capcom was the only people who had good Marvel representation because they did... They were just fighting games. Well, they were fighting games. So if you didn't like fighting games, you may end up... I'm I'm guessing you didn't play it. I played... No, I did. The Marvel guys brought me into them, but not as much. I didn't love them. But then I remember when the Neversoft Spider-Man game came out. Uh, Wait, can I get... Can I play one intro (laughs) real quick? Sure. We are going going fast through the entire history of... 
Uh, so much garbage. There is, but the Fantastic Four, uh, Fantastic Four, <laughs> it's a commercial. The Fantastic Four video game has the greatest intro with the worst. Ab- oh, it's so good. I've never seen this. It was on the. Can you guess what system it was on? <laughs> that would be the PlayStation. The Sega Saturn. And uh, sixty four. I think this is by Acclaim or IDOS. Acclaim and IDOS were the only people doing these games. Okay. Claim logo. Here we go. Mr. Fantastic! Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) This is him like beating up aliens. And how how do you emphasize Mr. Fantastic? He turns his fist into a Vetrix ball. (laughs) What is with this smooth jazz? (laughs) This is ridiculous. Told you it's pretty great. I will say their costumes at least match the comics of the time. Jesus. The thing is time. Well, at least he said that. <laughs> I captured this and I re-downloaded these games and played them in HD just to... I'm going to post this on YouTube as soon as I can. Uh, those, those games, but that was... Remember, I was doing that for that uh, feature when I was looking at all the Avengers appearances in games. Mm-hmm. And, but that was, the most bizarre one that I came across was... Um, and I still want more information on it. Iron Man and Manowar. Yeah, and Exo Manowar. Yeah, was was a crossover video game, which mm-hmm. basically never happens. Like those, and hasn't happened since. Yeah, it was it was really weird. Exo Manowar was a uh, a Valiant game character, though. Then Acclaim bought Valiant Comics, and then Acclaim died. Oh, but it became Acclaim Comics. I Is think that what happened? I think that's part of the reason Exo Manowar crossed over. But yeah, it was he huh. was. Uh, He's kind of like Iron Man, but from outer space. And I, I honestly haven't read much excess, so I can't say. I play. I, I played a bunch of it. It's fucking, you know, it's terrible and impossible mm-hmm. and mean and stupid. I will say on the plus for, uh, I do know that it was made. The, he was created by, uh, mm-hmm. among other people, Jim Shooter, who was the, um, um, he was the EIC of Marvel Comics for a while. Some he people hated him. Bad guy some in people, Happy Gilmore. He mm-hmm. seems like that, yeah. He definitely. You see pictures of me as a douchey uh, ponytail, all that shit. But uh, yeah, it, uh, it's it is really strange. The Exo Man and War Iron Man thing mm-hmm. is very odd indeed. Definitely. And uh, I I just think on yeah on the PS One era, like I skipped so many games because like I think they were like they prided themselves like the mm-hmm. like the Batman Forever and Batman and Robin game. Like, it prided itself on, like, if it couldn't be three-dimensional, it would be photographs of the actors walking in place. Like, they thought that looked real when they were insanely digitized. Like, it looked faker than anything. Yeah, I think they thought, well, it worked for Donkey Kong Country, but Donkey Kong Country Mm -hmm. worked because, like, they just had to jump on people's head and there'd be Mm -hmm. a splash. If you're actually punching people or kicking and connecting and... And they were basically claymation guys walking around, CG claymation walking around. They weren't a person. And yeah. They weren't meant to be a person touching another person. You could have compromised frames in there and no one really noticed. And we all noticed with Batman fucking forever. Stupid acclaim. I'm so glad they're dead. Yeah. There's a reason they're dead. Hate them. <laughs> hate them so much. Not so, Val- is Valiant's not dead? Or just no, Valiant back? is dead. Why did XO well, or just had a new issue? Okay, first issue it did launched. come back. They're reprinting some stuff. But it's not the same people. It's not the same people. No. I don't know anything about Exo Man of War. I I don't know either. Oh, I'm tempted no. to buy the comic. I know that his 
another comic from his same time, Ninjak, was mm-hmm. was drawn by Joe Casada, who's now the uh, the yes, big he. boss. At, uh, no, not the EIC anymore. An even bigger boss. Oh, is he really? Yeah, Alex Alonzo is the new EIC. Oh, I don't even know what that fucking means at a comic book factory. It means you're in charge. Like I think Joe, Joe Casada moved up that he's in charge of more than just the published Marvel Comics universe. He also talks to the movie guys and the TV guys. I know guys. it's not that hard, but do you think you could read every comic Marvel puts out? Weekly, yeah. Weekly? Every week, yeah. If, yeah. I, if that's, I think Tops, they published a week, like 20. That'd be easy. That's it? Why do I feel like it's so much more? Now, you, you look at that stuff, like they're pretty much all up to date, same day as print. Mm-hmm. Like, you look at what comes out each day on Comixology, you'll mm-hmm. see. It's pretty much the same. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. Did all you right. follow all those stories at once? Mm-hmm. Come Nah. 20 a week? I don't, it's well... Like 20 little soap opera updates. I would say in the summer, when I, if I was 14, off from school for the summer, I could definitely do it then. And that's why they have the biggest summer crossovers then. Yeah. Uh, speaking of following stories, I want to tease that, because we're not just going to recount superhero games to the ages. Like, Henry mm-hmm. did write an article a long time ago I thought was hilarious about the most mm-hmm. accurate, inaccurate comic book games. Yeah. We'll the, talk about that yeah. in the second segment. Oh, is it time? No, no, not oh. yet. Not yet. Well, I do want to I do want to. were about to talk about the game that I think kicked off. When it a, turned a corner. Yes, there you when, go. Because there, there was just shit, pretty almost 99% shit with superhero mm-hmm. games that was made to rip off children. And it obviously wasn't being made by people who gave a crap about yep. it either. Mm-hmm. So then uh, then comes Activision, which is funny to it's the way you feel about Activision now. Talk about them a pi- as a pioneer or a as harbinger a, of anything great. As a, far, as a pioneer, as someone who made something for the fans but with heart. But they got the Spider-Man license mm-hmm. and they gave it to, at the time, their most creative I'd say their most creative developer, yeah, Neversoft. Neversoft, the guys in charge of Tony Hawk that made their first big hit, Tony Hawk. He got his debut in like Tony Hawk 2, Spider-Man is a playable character. Mm-hmm. And so here was the Spider-Man game where it was it was not a full city, so you couldn't swing around the city, but it made the swinging felt right, Spider-Man's movements felt right, mm-hmm. the references were about the comics, yeah. it was funny, and yeah. like, I'm fighting Venom, I'm fighting Mysterio, here's the Green Goblin, like, this all feels right. It was it was perfect. It felt it felt perfect at the time. I, I got to tell you, when I did that feature, I downloaded it and played it. it. A lot of PlayStation games are not playable. It's still playable. It's still perfectly playable, and there's like there's mm-hmm. a, a lot of variety in the game. Mm-hmm. I would bet his uh, his character model doesn't look so great. Oh no, days, it doesn't but... look great, but it's still it, the fact that it's still playable. And like mm-hmm. a, I think probably less so than the next game you're going to talk about because it's not an ambitious open world thing that's dependent on being realistic. The first game has like just presents you with challenges. You can mm. be on the top of a building or crawling. Yeah, Venom's getting away. Chase him. Chase him and stuff like that. It's, uh, but then after that, it got even better, right? Well, you mean Spider-Man 2? I'm thinking Spider-Man yeah, 2. Yeah, Spider-Man 2 is a big step up as well because it was right after, well, not right after, but pretty soon after uh, GTA 3 mm. introduced an open world fake New York to everybody mm-hmm. and showed... In this generation, you can do this. You yeah. can make a full city that has no loading. Like you can just explore it, and it was perfect. It was the perfect thing to happen to Spider-Man. That kind of thing. Yeah, I guess because it was. what Spider-Man is is web swinging around the city. Yeah. If he's anything, it's that. Yeah, and so it was just awesome. Like you were exploring the city, but you weren't stealing cars and driving them. You were swinging with like real web swinging physics, and you had to hit buildings with your webs. And, and I, what I also feel like more than any other comic character, Spider-Man tends to have in the comics side missions and interacts more with the public 
and less supervillains all the time. Yeah, he, he he'll always have a reason to stop and grab a purse snatcher or a bank mm. robber. That's why he's he called your friendly neighborhood Spider Man. He's around. I don't know. I just never thought of that before until like I thought of it in the context of a game where like there's little there are side quests and like even when Spider Man's tackling the Hobgoblin or something like mm. something else happens and he goes into attend to that. And I think with the concept, the revolutionary concept of it was mm. that they made they made the game for the hero. They didn't take a trope of like, eh, we've got these beat 'em ups. Put Spider-Man there, I guess. Yeah. Or Batman. Doesn't matter. Well, Superman, maybe. So, like, that's why later ones that really worked, like mm-hmm. the um, the X-Men Legends game worked because it was about teamwork and yeah. the X-Men team yeah. working together and also the, having a cavalcade of different mutants to have on your team. You think the, the Legends series is still playable? I think that definitely the dungeon-running gameplay, like ba- mm-hmm. like you've been playing... Diablo, Diablo 3 lately. 3? Yep. Yeah, the dungeon <laughs> the dungeon running gameplay is basically unchanged. Like so it's still fun. It doesn't look that great, but it's still fun. Or the same with the Hulk game, the Hulk Ultimate Destruction. Like you yeah. got like this is what it is to be the Hulk. Like know, this is know, why you want to be the Hulk. I know we talked about that we've talked about this all before, but we're saying it for the first time to the Cave Crisis audience. Because I was doing it trying to be thorough about this superhero video game retrospective and that like in in the first Polygon days, the Hulk couldn't even appear in games because the only time people wanted to include more, more heroes is that they could reskin the same body type. Oh, the Hulk's yeah, the only one yeah. where you can't you cannot get away with that. I he, he, about there's that. no way the Hulk looks like the Vulture, no matter how you skin him. <laughs> uh, so the Hulk either either get makes a brief cameo in a cutscene in almost all games, mm-hmm. or he gets he stars in his own game. And Ultimate Dr- Destruction is that weird instance of like there is no movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's have a Hulk game, and it's really good. It's probably they were working on like when Incre- when Angley's Hulk came out, they were working on the sequel to the Angley's Hulk game, and then they and then the that movie didn't do so good. But they're like, we already started working on the game. I know. Well, let's just let's do one for us. And, then. and that, let's, that that the Angley Hulk game doesn't look that bad either. It's cell shaded. Mm-hmm. It, it has it a nice look. Bad. It has a nice style to it. And well, I mean, the Hulk is a pretty easy game character for I think developers to get their head around. Well, that was the problem in the Angley Hulk game that you were hiding around as Bruce Banner. Yeah, I yeah. remember when in Ultimate Destruction came out that one of their talking points was the only time you see Bruce Banner is when you die, like when you <laughs> lose as the Hulk, you revert to Bruce Banner, and mm. that's game over. Other than that, you will not see Sorry, him. That was the thing about the Genesis game. You could turn back into Bruce Banner if you took enough damage. But then you could still play the game as Bruce Banner, but he's super vulnerable. Eh, I don't like that. You could, But he was very easy to turn back into the Hulk. You just had to go get it, like take a pill or something like that. <laughs> a rage pill. <sighs> he's angry all the time. And that's why like later on, like Batman really they finally got it with Arkham Asylum and especially Arkham City. Now, wait a second. I was going to mm-hmm. say we're skirting over DC's entire video game legacy here. Because it's really, bad. Yeah. Because it's bad. Um, well, maybe we should move on. We should take a break. Come back to seconds. Oh, no, wait. No, what were you going to say about DC? No, I did, about, about DC's games. We should still talk about DC <sighs> games. Really? Okay. Uh, Superman 64. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Superman has never... nothing but good things. Superman's mm-hmm. never had a good game. That's the sad thing. Yeah, that, yeah, that sucks. There are a couple moments in that... Um, the Superman Return, the game based on Superman Returns, that are okay. Mm, it's just like, oh, this could have been. Something. He's flying. I love that this. Like, what I thought was brilliant is that the city is the health bar. Yeah. Superman's health doesn't matter. He's invincible. It's how much damage the city has taken that causes you to lose. And the more you're letting the city take damage, blah blah blah. Yeah, and then it just the flying is fantastic. It works. 
But yeah. it, when it comes down to it, it was just during that age where people they weren't being that creative, and it's just, it's a problem. A lot of superhero games run into it has to be T rated, mm-hmm. so you can't be ripping apart people, even if they're super. Well, Superman villains. wouldn't do that either. Exactly. Like, so so you fight. It works for Punisher. Endless but... endless scene of, sea of robots. No, that's not true. Spider Man peppered like, like okay. the game with villains. Yeah, Superman. Spider Man will beat up people till they're unconscious. Yeah, and like, what are you supposed to do in a game when you're fighting Lex L- Luthor? You either put him in a uh, giant robot exoskeleton, which has to be saved for the end of the game. <laughs> Or you make him fight giant robots the entire time, and then literally rescue dogs and cats. There was like yeah. no gameplay there, but it was like it wasn't a bad Superman game. It's just annoying that in general I have a complaint of just like oh robots, always robots, always it's, robots. Wolverine can't always uh without I do, yeah that Wolverine well, that game. Wolverine Ooh. game. But I uh, yeah other DC games like they have the the Justice League Blizzard game we talked about, which oh, yeah, was a fighting uh, game. It was a lame, It was an okay fighting game, uh, but it has. Is that the one with Superman with long hair? Yeah, that yeah. would. That was a very accurate to comics game at the time. Um, but they also had the, like um, the, no. I no one mentioned. I, we've never seen it. You don't, you don't even know what it looks like now. But what the fuck does the Batman Begins GameCube game look like? I know it got like absolutely panned. I think we should stream it. At I some remember that I play it, but uh, I remember the screens for it and stuff. It was. I think it was described as like siphon filtery at the time. Yeah, there was a lot of stealth elements, but isn't Gary Oldman in that game? Yeah, and Christian Bale's likeness. <laughs> I don't know. I, this, I don't think. Come it's on, the like, this is like Bale. the biggest. Mo- I'd <laughs> want to see the Batman Begins game. I want to. I want to go back and dig it up. I think we. Will. I would play that, but there were a couple on the PS2. There were a couple Batman animated series games that mm. were good. Uh, uh, like 3D and running around, they were they were actually pretty fun. Oh, and Way Forward's re- semi recent Batman Brave and the Bull game is fucking great. Mm-hmm. Way Forward is a developer that just makes good spritey throwback uh, retro side scrollers, and they did a good game for Thor when the movie came out. Please yeah, do not confuse it, it with good. any other version of Thor. Play no other Thor game. You can basically okay. You don't have to ignore the Captain America. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sega game? 360 PS3 Sega game. Mm-hmm. Every other Sega release game you can totally ignore can, other than Thor. Other than Thor. And, um, yeah, that was but the other, other, other fascinating. Like, I was trying to do a retrospective on all the Avengers characters, and then I got to Thor. And I was like, oh, shit. Thor's in only games that everybody else is in. And in the beginning, before Marvel was capitalizing on video games, a bunch of ragtag upstart developers made games called Thor with a character who is uh, the god of thunder and a hammer and a helmet that look almost exactly like Marvel's Thor that have nothing to do with them. So it's... If, if, yeah. It would be super confusing in, this, in today's Google Marketplace if you were looking up Thor <laughs> game because a bunch of people were ripping off Thor. Yeah. He didn't, I, he didn't appear in a game until, like I think, a statue in Marvel vs. Capcom. <laughs> he, was a, he was an assistant MVC. He was an assistant in Avengers Galactic Storm. Eight. Man, I well, want Thunderstrike was a playable character. Yeah, I want to go who, Thunderstrike, Black Knight, and uh, Crystal mm-hmm. are the four playable Avengers. <laughs> what the fuck? Iron Man, Vision, they're assists. You can call them into lightning. Well, in the '90s, uh, Marvel was pretty confused about who they wanted to make their leads. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't, they seemed to devalue Cap and Iron Man and Thor and. Wanted to have these weird Wolverine Ugh. ripoffs and other idiots. Is that Thun- Thunderstrike the Thor ripoff? Thunderstrike is, is 90s Thor. 90s he, ha- he has a lightning bolt earring Ugh. and a sleeveless <laughs> leather Final vest. shirt. Uh, yeah, he's pretty cheap. He's hyper color shorts. 
Any other DC games that of note? Like oh, this hammer is a slap bracelet. They just put out a well, not just this was a year ago. They put out that Green Lantern game that was a uh, oh basically God of War. It was okay. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't painful? It wasn't painfully awful? It's it's that that and like Superman. Maybe it's just DC in general, where like you just shouldn't have bothered because. His powers are anything he can think of. So now I'm going to deal yeah. with anything you can think of in 20 minutes yeah. and then spend four months developing. Other than Batman, here's, here's I think, the problem for creating DC characters versus Marvel characters. Spider-Man is a guy who's pretty strong, mm-hmm. can jump really high and swing around. In this day and age, easy to do in a game. Mm-hmm. Wolverine is a guy that stabs people yeah. and regenerates health. Perfect for wow. games. Uh-huh. Same with Hulk is a guy who punches things, regenerates health. Perfect. Mm-hmm. You have in DC a guy whose ring can create anything and can fly anywhere. You have a guy who can run at super speed, uh, faster yeah. than sight. And then you have a guy who is indestructible, can fly faster than speed, shoots rays out of his eyes, like, and is stronger than anything. Like, mm-hmm. that's impossible to communicate. Batman can do it. Yeah, Batman. Because he's a man. But and I think Wonder what Woman could have a good fighting <laughs> game thing in it, but the rest are so powerful that it can't be expressed. We need to find I need to see if there's a Wonder Woman game in existence. We will find out when we yes. come back. When we come back and we'll be talking about uh, accuracy. Ooh, Everyone's accuracy favorite topic. Accuracy. All right, okay. awesome. This is where Cape Crisis normally does a break, but we're all the way at E3. Well, the best thing about that is, well, one, you're getting a, a very special video game episode in honor of us being at E3. What? No? Oh, no. <laughs> you're waving your head. Oh, uh, I was only joking. A uh, very special episode, but best of all, this gives you a further incentive to go to lasertimepodcast.com and click on the page, which not many of you do. Not many of you do. It's the one with the superficial comic cover, and that's actually the, that's actually the cover of the superficial, the Jersey Shore superficial comic cover. Uh, and I deeply apologize for that image. But inside, you'll see links to where we talk about Moon Knight and Irredeemable and Incorruptible and Invisibles. You can buy a bunch of those cool comics uh, and a bunch of stuff on the sidebar. But you can also, best of all, while we're gone, you get two weeks to answer the questions. No. Yes. Question, two weeks. Two weeks, Tyler. Two weeks. The Cape Crisis 15 listener question. What impossible media mashup would you like to see in comics? Don't ruin it because we tell people later. Ooh. Even though I think you said it in the first segment. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, wait. This is an episode that already exists. Never mind. Who I'm cares? all out of sorts. We'll be at E3. We are giving you a tiny bit of incentive. You, you donate... Uh, Ten of you donate five dollars to Laser Time. We'll give you a Laser Time video game podcast featuring familiar people from other podcasts you might listen to or used to like. Yeah, from E three. Yeah, live to tape. Live to tape. We'll be doing that. Uh, but yeah, listen to Laser Time. We got, we have a Laser Time game centric game centric episode two Whoa. featuring our buddy Matt Hackett, who actually makes games and tells you how you can get involved with that as well. Gosh, it's like we like games. I know. Games, games, games. I don't know why. We're C3. Everybody's going to ignore everything we do for an entire yeah. week. All right, guys. Get back to the show. Be a hero and save America.
I want to. I want to. At the end, I definitely want to hear. I love you telling me what are the best, the, the best superhero games in terms of being representative of the superhero, being fun games. But that's why I love this article um, you wrote a long time ago for GR called mm-hmm. the most accurate and accurate comic book games. Yeah, at uh, GR we did a. Uh, and also, I want to say if you're you know if you're looking for information on E3, maybe go to Games Radar. We got a lot of stuff. Yeah, going and, and I and, and hit me up on Twitter. But <laughs> I ha- my job is thanks to Best Buy. I have to answer your questions and go ask people questions. You ask me, take footage and video and photos of things that you tell me to go do. So you get to or- like order me around E3. So if you're hearing this on, I guess, the last day of E3, you wouldn't. Oh, that's to- right. Anyway. Uh, hey, well, guys. If you're interested in games such as the upcoming free-to-play MMO <gasps> Marvel Heroes, oh, you can yeah. go to PCGamer.com as well. I hear that game's a lot like Diablo. What sort of looks like? What was the reception? Well, it's one of the one of the designers of Diablo. And Diablo oh, really? He's making it. Oh. Really? Yeah. So, like, uh, oh, like, is it Mythic making the game? Or? Mm, no. Is it, is oh, no, no. It's Gazillion. Gazillion, yeah. So, what, what did you notice? It's a game that's had a long history. Did but you it, notice? It's uh, a MOBA, right? Yeah. Well, it's an MMO. Mo- oh, yeah. But oh. It's, oh, it is an MMO. But it, well, I mean, it works similar to, I think, MOBAs. Well, in that you, you click. Mm-hmm. I know, but I, 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 did, I did want, like, uh, like something like League of Legends, where you could fight. Iron Man and Spider-Man could fight. It seems like that. They're basically yeah. announcing every Marvel hero there. Mm-hmm. Like, they keep announcing new ones, and they're like, it's going to have Iron Man and Hulk and... Here's the, well, that's what DC Universe Online did for two years Which is, up until it came out, where they were just like, hey, it's got Zatanna as well. Here's a yeah, character model We're from not all surprised it's going to have all the popular yeah. characters. Oh, Wolverine but. will be in this? Really? When, we were putting, when I was working at PC Game, we were putting something together. When, that, when we gave it the DC Universe Online uh, MMO of the Year... I go, to, I go to quite the, a cake. I go to the games press site and like and try and like look at the old press footage, and that's all it is is like character models of people standing stiffly from yeah. every angle. And they, mm. they want us to write a news story about every time they announce a character. It's like, oh, I did not think Iron Man would be in this Marvel game. Yeah, that's trying to get attention. Was there excitement uh, in the PC gamer community over the um, Marvel MMO? The, it seems built for it. In my we opinion. knew it was going on for a while. They just released the first trailer, and mm-hmm. like it looked cool. I mean, it looked like, like Diablo with superheroes. So. I liked seeing the cinematic of uh, Doctor Doom holding the Cosmic yeah, Cube. That looked cool. cool. I just wanted to make a joke about how free-to-play MMOs are, what you can expect to see on PCGamer.com oh, during E3. Well, it's a big free-to-play year. Well, because other MMOs are dead. <laughs> like, Amalor <laughs> just got killed, and... Uh, an MMO, dear. No, there was the Amalor. Oh, yeah, was Amalor. They were yeah, working on one. Uh, Copernicus was an MMO, got killed. The, uh, the Star heard... Wars team lost half its staff. Yeah, we haven't heard a lot of good news about the Old Republic, but yeah. They're still Holy Mr. Shit. Pandaria, though. Right? What did they, they said yeah. something like it's, it's even worse than reported. Like, sub- subscribers are a certain number, but then, like, concurrent average players... Mm-hmm. Is like is in the hundreds. They're they're doing this thing that all MMOs do when they lose their base. I know this is off topic, but mm-hmm. it's kind of funny. They 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 get rid of some servers to save money because oh. they don't have that many people. But so what they they make up this thing where it's like we're consolidating servers into super servers <laughs> that are like that can handle more players. No, it's just it's less players <laughs> on fewer yeah. servers. You got anyway. fewer people than you have. Oh, so I'm gonna dig so, it. I'm gonna dig but that's that. why this Marvel thing could work because yeah. they're going free to play from the, the start instead of Universe game. I'm always like sort of dying to like eat that up. Whenever I watch yeah. Josh play, like when he he knows the game, he does. He got into DC Comics through the game because mm-hmm. he's a giant MMO. 
and they've been keeping pretty good at updating it too. It, it was a good. It's funny to me now that DC, that the DC universe of DC Universe Online does not look like the DC New Universe. Yeah, that's going on in New Fifty Two. Well, well mostly like the costumes and stuff. You can't judge, but it's hard to judge them on that because you know when they're starting the project, they don't know the storylines that will be out mm-hmm. by the time the game reaches. But they've been really mm-hmm. good at updating it with like Green Lantern DLC, and yeah. uh, Flash DLC, and Teen Titans. It's all been really cool. Nice. In this in this article, but so you... this article wrote it back in two thousand nine mm-hmm. for Week of Geek, which was the most accurate and inaccurate comic book video games. Mm-hmm. And as I recall, when I wrote it, I honestly half-fasted a little bit at the end, and Whoa. I left out a couple of entries I should have included. We can do that as we go on. Awesome. But uh, at the start, I listed a couple of inaccurate ones. Sure. Uh, one of them was the just-released Spider-Man uh, Web of Shadows game. Takes me back. In that game, like uh, that game. Spider-Man is still with Mary Jane, who at that point he had magically divorced mu- uh, close to a year ago. Mm-hmm. So, that already, inaccurate. Not correct. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't be with Mary Jane. Second, uh, it, though it did sort of reenact the Venom Bomb story that mm-hmm. happened in New Avengers where uh, Dr. Doom sent a symbiote bomb to New York City that started bonding Venom-style symbiotes to people. Mm-hmm. Which happens in the game, like, you fight Venom Wolverine, which mm-hmm. was actually it's a pretty silly idea, but it was a fun boss fight. <laughs> You uh, should. I bet you could find Web of Shadows for ten dollars. Yeah, right I now. thought it was pretty. It's fucking totally good. worth getting. Totally good. I'd say, yeah, it's the best. It's the best Spider-Man game of this generation. At the end of June comes out the Amazing Spider-Man movie game. We'll see if it's better. I'm, I'm doubtful. I'm. Mm-hmm. I think Web of Shadows will be better. It definitely was be tighter and better developed. Or, mm-hmm. But I haven't played the final version of Amazing Spider-Man. I could be wrong. Uh, nope. Then also uh, down the line, there was the um, Marvel or there was the DC, uh, there was the oh, DC God. or Justice League Heroes game, the ripoff of X Men Legends. Yeah, so X Men Legends, X Men Legends had had two games mm-hmm. and was get, putting out its third game in the series, which was the full on Marvel game, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, mm-hmm. which. Um, like from a design standpoint, like kick the shit out of Justice League Heroes because yeah. it was just bigger, more refined, and they'd done it more often. It was, uh, Brett Elson gave it the "paint yourself into a corner" uh, <laughs> award because, like, how do you, when you add all your superheroes as playable content in one game, what do you do in the second? Yeah, and well, I, it I, turns reviewed, out, I reviewed. I reviewed. some of those. I reviewed. DLC. I reviewed Justice League Heroes, and it's mm. seven characters. Yeah, it's seven yes. characters, most of which can fly. <laughs> but can't do it in this type of environment, so they can hover. Yeah. It's, it's embarrassing. It's really how yes. how, dis- how misrepresentative misrepresentative is that a word? Yeah, misrepresentative of, of the powers those people have. Like that Martian Manhunter can only hurl green balls and hover a, like <laughs> yes, hover one of himself. It's above the ground. ridiculous. Well, meanwhile, like at that point, by Ultimate Alliance, they were totally in the zone, as mm-hmm. you say. At Raven making the best game they had ever made in that yeah. series to date, and what the paint itself in the corner ended up being was they made the second one and it just looked better, like the graphics yeah. were better. But that was kind of it. Uh, though I think I made a point that the uh, the accuracy or no the inaccuracy in Justice League Heroes was that Hal Jordan was in it, but was the old gray templed version of Hal Jordan instead Ooh. of the version of him that came back from the dead. Very recently, when that book came, or the game came out, I still don't. I don't like this at all. This bothers me a lot. 
I, I do love so on on the, on the next page you discuss the most accurate. Yeah, which uh, it turned out there was a uh, an interesting corollary between accuracy and <laughs> the worst games. It, it sh- you should put mm. that on, on the IMDb forms underneath every upcoming comic book film. <laughs> if he yeah. doesn't have a blah blah blah, I'm not going to buy a ticket. And yeah, I feel. Well, when it comes to comic book movies, mm-hmm. I feel it is very right to be accurate to the spirit of it. Mm-hmm. Like, to say, to, to, to so clearly define Batman or Spider-Man or Thor's sure. character to say, Thor wouldn't do this because he's Thor, like we mm-hmm. understand his character. But not being accurate to the point of saying, well, Thor wouldn't throw his hammer that way because it happened in this book. Or, yeah. Batman all would have a giant penny on that side of the of the Batcave stuff like that. Okay. That's dumb. Conversely, though, as a game, all you're you're not really. I, we don't care. If, I, I shouldn't care if you're a representative of the the spirit. You need to be representative of the powers. Yeah. Of and what also, that character can do, not and who also it is. how long it takes to make a game. Mm-hmm. Also, me it makes it hard to be that accurate anyway. Yeah. Though, so. The first one, the first the off shocker. one, is one of the worst. It's, is known as one of the worst games ever made, at least mm-hmm. of the last decade. And that is Aquaman. Oh, what is what is the? Whoops, that uh, was supposed to be a dramatic sound. Aquaman. What is the? Aquaman uh, Battle for Atlantis. Battle Man, for we just Atlantis. could have guessed and probably would have gotten that close. <laughs> so in Aquaman Battle for Atlantis, it takes place during Grumpy Aquaman period. Which I actually kind of liked at first. When yeah. Peter David took over the title, he knew Aquaman was a joke. And he, every, he has, has been the problem for everyone attacking Aquaman as a character. Mm-hmm. So his plan was he would introduce Aquaman mm. in his orange and green outfit. And he would have a beard and just be stewing in a corner like, I hate everybody. Screw you guys. And He's Batmaning. He kind of started Batmaning. Mm. And then he lost his hand. Piranhas ate off his hand. So he had a hook hand. He had a hook hand. It's a spear hand, though. Uh, Well, okay, a spear. And he could shoot that spear, or sometimes trident, Mm -hmm. at people. So it was an interesting way to make him look, and an interesting technique to him. Like I said, Peter David did a good job with it, as good as anyone could do with Aquaman. No one asked him to do it, but he did a great job. Well, what else were you going to do with Aquaman? And this was the Grim and Grady 90s, and he was just sticking with that, really. So, but this was the interpretation of Aquaman until, basically until a few years ago when they brought him Mm. back and they decided, no, people know him as a guy in an orange shirt and green pants and green gloves. We're accepting that. That's his iconic look. Mm -hmm. We'll just do our best to make them stop laughing or to laugh with them if if that's what it takes. (laughs) But that's what people, especially if you're going to market Aquaman, he's got to look like that. So... (laughs) So anyway, somebody decides. Uh, some company thinks that it'll be a smart idea to license Aquaman for a game. To uh, TDK, it, TDK, makers of fine blank cassette tapes. Yes. If you can see how relevant they are to the game development. And as you see from the cover of the game, it's a hand holding a trident. Because if they put Aquaman on the cover, people go, "Well, who the fuck is that?" Because he uh, looks nothing like him. He was at the time wearing black, mostly black and green pants, mm-hmm. and then shirtless with like a gladiator kind of like thing on his shoulder, mm-hmm. like a metal thing on his shoulder, and the hook hand. It looked nothing like it. 
But just like in the comics at the time, in the game, he's the king of Atlantis. He's policing over his ta- his world, swimming around it, <laughs> saving his uh, evil brother from blub, taking it over. Blub, blub. And yeah. And so what's the game? You're in missions, <laughs> disarming bombs that are around your city. Or, like a Ninja Turtle one. Yeah. And it's just as horrible. Like yeah. it is one of the most boring, horrible to play games I've ever played. And to think that like it like they obviously spent no money on it because they yeah. knew they shouldn't have just they shouldn't have bought the Aquaman license honestly it, like, it who would, would have wasted money on I it? I know it'll surprise you, but it is the only DC contribution from the TDK game development <laughs> company. <laughs> guessing the only one they could afford. Yeah, I guess so. If they should have spent money on a Kazar game. That would have yeah. been better. You're right now, you'd be making. Blank USB jump drives. You would have saved yourself. <laughs> Said you went and made an Aquaman game. Now you yeah. don't exist. Now back in the day, if I could go back in time and make myself less lazy, I would have written also about the Spawn game that Namco put oh. out. That was also very accurate and up to the most recent Spawn comics, which no one cared about because no one was reading Spawn. The game like, was terrible. Yeah, it was awful anyway. But like Namco, for some reason, thought like, what does America like? Spawn, I guess. Let's make Spawn. Let's put him in the Xbox version of the of Soul Calibur two, and then yeah. we'll make a game with him. But uh, to their credit, very accurate. Very accurate. What about these arcade games? Uh, I mostly harped on him for being like, uh, well, Spider Man wouldn't hang out with Hawkeye and mm-hmm. Namor. That makes no sense in the Spider Man Sega game, or in the X Men uh, Children mm-hmm. of the Atom game, like. The team lineup pretty much stuck with what were from the Burn Claremont era, but it wasn't the totally correct like team up. But the game it's a looked great beautiful. game though. It's, it's a great game, and at least their costumes were quite accurate. Though they were taken straight from the Pride of the X Men cartoon, which is a terrible, which is a well animated but not very good cartoon. Love this, the Magneto boss fight. Welcome Magneto showed them. It was fun fighting the whole, uh, you know, Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. I almost said ministry. Nothing, sto- nothing stops nothing, the blob. Nothing stops the blob. What else? Did I- oh, and the Avengers game, too. I, I love that game. I will say in the Avengers game that uh, the Red Skull was fitting to mostly what he was wearing at the mm-hmm. time, a fancy suit. <laughs> but then you, what is, do you move on to the most... Uh yeah, so no no no. Then no. then came the beat 'em ups that like were very accurate and playable. The beat 'em ups from the uh from the mid nineties, the that uh like took oh, straight I, from I, the wow. comic pages stories. And there was the death and return of Superman. Because these are actual storylines in comics. Storylines like on. and you could say this is this issue. Like I remember mm-hmm. in Death and Return of Superman, it starts with Superman fighting these weird underground mutants that are mm-hmm. stupid. It was a dumb story. But it was the first comic that uh, the Doomsday showed up in. And it followed the same path of like r- ramping up to fighting Doomsday. You mm-hmm. fight Doomsday and he dies. And then you play a level as one of the four uh, Supermen. And it gets to the recreation of Superman. It was a pretty fun story. I like it. And then the same thing happened with Maximum Carnage, as we talked about, and Separation Anxiety. Which were like pulled directly from issues at the time mm-hmm. that were that were mm-hmm. happening. Like it was... They're not happening I mean, at that It's pretty crazy, time. though. I, I don't know. Why don't they do this? They should do this more often. When you see, like, panels, like, t- panels recreated, like, straight from the page, which was huh. pretty amazing to see. 
But at the time, I, I do want there, to point out it was really hard. This is a shit. I don't. I wish I knew what it was. I shouldn't even brought it up if I didn't know what it was. Uh, but this is a Sunsoft game mm-hmm. uh, in the oh, the period where Arrow the Acrobat was their representative mascot. They decided that should be the mascot, Ooh, um, and they were on their way out. But they had made a great two great Batman games. Yeah, uh, Batman and Batman Return of the Joker. And they were making a Superman game, and I think lost the license to Superman, and that game had to be called something else. It was Solar Man? Or oh, like, I, oh, I think I heard about that. You know what I'm, I'm not about? totally sure, but yeah. So yeah. I thought they just had never made another superhero game, but here's, here's Sunsoft making Death and Return of Superman. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Uh, and then at the end of the thing, I was writing about upcoming games that are now quite old. Yep. I didn't but, want to point that out. Uh, yeah. But I, I will say that the Ultimate Alliance 2 game was very accurate to the Civil War story up until a certain point where space aliens invade and you have to fight a common enemy together and reunite. But up to that point, very accurate to the Civil War storyline. Then it becomes silly. Uh, well, meanwhile, the Arkham City, I wouldn't say it's accurate to any one comic book, but... No, I, I've, always, I've always thought, to, their, to the game's discredit, great game, Rocksteady's awesome, but they just they cherry-picked the best of Batman from so many places. Mm-hmm. And Specifically then, the anime series, but at least yeah. they employ Paul Dini to do it. Yeah, but, but, then they, but then they also have the voice acting from the animated series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, well, not all of them, but in the most important roles. Yeah, definitely. the most important roles, and then the, the, the tone and... and basic score of the movies mm-hmm. of the uh christopher nolan movies yeah they 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 had a lot of uh good leads to but go it, on. but all that means all that means to their credit is that they were giant batman fans and wanted mm-hmm. to make the best batman game they could think of and they did and they did and and i do want to say if uh, if you're a continuity nerd the spider-man web of shadows game is also very accurate or not web of shadows a uh, shattered dimension i mean shattered dimension yeah <laughs> It's very accurate to the Ultimate Universe and the not so much the Noir new Universe, but the 2099 Universe too. It's a pretty good. It's pretty good for that, and it's fun to it's fun to play as four different Spider-Man in one game. It's an interesting concept for ten bucks. Not the yeah, even fifteen, mm-hmm. no more than that. Edge of Time is a ten dollar game, definitely. Maybe even a seven fifty game. I wouldn't put spend. More I was going to call it an abomination. Or is that no. a DC character? That's a Marvel I'm character. Kidding. It was just trying to make a joke. That's the Hulk <laughs> enemy. Uh, as and uh, but yeah, so there's that's an accurate one, but accuracy doesn't always mean quality. I'm trying to talk Tyler into playing Arkham Asylum or Arkham City, you <laughs> should probably start with Arkham Asylum because for me it's yeah, yeah it's a good detective hmm. simulator, and it's the best Batman simulator hmm. that I don't know sort of gets everything he yeah. does. Following it, it DNA. didn't capture me. Um, maybe I, I need to go back and well, so here's, more time after Diablo. <laughs> like I was saying, and Max Payne. <laughs> Diablo never ends. Max Payne is so fucking good. But what I'd say about Batman, what I loved most about it yeah. was that, uh, like I said, for why I really liked the Spider-Man and Hulk games that I liked, and also Wolverine Origins, mm-hmm. though I'll admit it kind of falls off the rails a few times, all Wolverine sure. Origins, but... They capture why it would be awesome to be this guy. Yeah. And Batman, especially, like, there have been so many stealth games where not every stealth game was about hiding in the in a corner from somebody, mm-hmm. but a lot of them were. Being in the dark didn't help you. It just sure. hid you. And you were, like, afraid of somebody. In, in Arkham Asylum and City, 
you became a predator. You became you became mm-hmm. stronger by b- hiding from somebody. In you just the feeling of sneaking up on a, a yeah. thug mm-hmm. and choking him out, or oh, the, my favorite, my favorite is hanging upside yeah. down as Batman, mm-hmm. and the guy's like, well, you you then can get an angle like if you activate the grab, you get an angle from mm-hmm. the uh, from the thug's perspective, like what's going on, and then Batman pops down. Grab zips up and he's gone. Yeah. Like it's amazing. He's in the middle of complaining how hungry he is, or that he just had to piss in a can. Yeah, and it's a moment taken from like Batman Begins had that moment in it. It was a great moment, but being able to execute that anytime you want, and, and uh, there's certain I know there's inst- I forget how they do it because they always do it in different ways that you can't do that over and over again in the same spot mm-hmm. or to the same people. Oh yeah, like we you can only do it once for like from per place where you're hanging. And you have so many tools to use, yeah. and also like the combat, like mm. makes you a badass. Best combat. The best combat of any game, I'd yeah. say. But yeah, it, best hand-to-hand combat. It makes you a badass, but it also makes you think like, like you are in danger. If a guy hits you, you mm. will be hurt, and you can't get hit all that much, especially not shot. But when you're in a fight, Batman fights in such a way that you're like, Batman's just really good at fighting people. Yeah. It's believable. It's but he can also pick locks. He can uh, jam signals. He can judge trajectory of bullets. Yeah, and figure out where a gunshot came from. I did that. You can what? see at night. Which one opens with that? Arkham City. Okay. Yeah, I Ar- played through that. I got bored. Sorry. I'll keep. I'll go. It's back. A, there's something weird about Arkham City. You get bored because it does just use this. This throws you into the deep end of the pool, and you have too many options. And it's like, well, mm. find out what you're interested in. Like. Arkham, Arkham Asylum at least like walks you into like yeah. you need to do these certain things in order mm-hmm. to get out of here. And you got to go to the end of this corridor. That's where the next thing is, buddy. And, but then, but then it helps you jump into Arkham City because I if I didn't already know those skills and what I could do and where I needed you know generally what I needed to do to be a good Batman, Arkham City would be intimidating to the point of being boring. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to say anything other than Arkham City as your favorite superhero game. It definitely is mine. I want you to rank your top ten superhero games. Gee, off the right off the top of my head, I just did one of these uh, with with Games Radar. Though Hold my on, personal me, would be slightly different. I want to see if I can grab some numbers here. If there Hold was on. no repeats. Hold on one second, Hank. If you were allowed to repeat from the same superhero, and this will be my list, so I'm going to. Hold on, Hanky. I would start with. Let's see. Number seven. Number seven. I was waiting for it. Yeah, there it goes. Number seven. I would start with the X Men arcade game. Oh, good. It's. I think it's really just an awesome, awesome, awesome arcade game mm-hmm. that like super colorful, mm-hmm. like captures what's beautiful about the X Men, and it's a great game to play with your friends. And like you have so many options too. It's not just yeah. like four X Men to choose from. It's six. It's six. <laughs> yeah. Six. Speaking of which. Number six. Gee, number six is mm-hmm. a tough one. I have to go with my uh, Spider-Man love. Well, mm-hmm. actually, you know what? No, I'm going to go well, with... No, no. Spider-Man, the arcade game, I actually... No, no, sorry. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I would um, go with the Spider-Man Web of Shadows. Oh. i go with that. That's, is, this, is that the only Spider-Man on the list? I'm curious. No, there is a higher ranking Ooh, Spider-Man. Okay, I wanted to hear about that. But one. Spider-Man Web of Shadows, for reasons I said before, like mm-hmm. it looks great. It's got cool ideas like fighting a Venom Wolverine, and uh, I just like the world. I like the the world they build of a of a New York covered in space goo. Yeah. Number five. 
Uh, number five, I really like the Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction game. Yeah. Like, it's so much fun. The only thing mm-hmm. counting against it now is just like how technology was holding it back, honestly. Like, it needs more polygons for Which stuff. Sucks, it needs Sega's Hulk tried, I, don't, I thought, somewhat mm-hmm. valiantly to recreate that and just. Honestly, if it were up to me, if I were in charge of Activision, mm-hmm. I would say, hey, Radical Entertainment, stop, stop that fucking prototype shit. Make wow. another Hulk game. Like, make Hulk again. Wow. That's what I would Holy say. Holy shit. Prototype's be... nice, but it just it should be just a Hulk they game. They got rid of the main character, so like I'm not that invested in the second mm. one anyway. Who liked Alex Mercer? No, I guess no one, but like, but there's... Wow. If, if all of a sudden... Even if you wrote that into Prototype 3. Prototype 3 Hulk. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay, sorry. I'll shut up. No. I'll I know up. what you mean. Number four. Uh, number four would be the uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. It's really a lot of fun. Should play that. I quite enjoy mm. it. So much fun. If I, I you know, if, if if it was available to play online with you guys, if we all owned a copy, I'd play it four player with you guys as well. It's totally totally great. Like four player, almost every Marvel superhero is available to play as with multiple costumes to choose from. Like it's great. And it looks really good too. It's on the Unreal Three engine. Ooh, number three. Uh, number three is going to be Marvel vs. Capcom Two. Like, it was awesome. just such a fun fighting game. I, I didn't play three. I know three is probably better and gives more fan service. Three is fun, but like when you know if you if two is is just taking all the sprites that have been introduced from all the other games yeah. it is the best of the it's a buffet yeah a buffet. from the 2d marvel versus capcom 56 series 56 characters yeah. i know this cuz i wrote a roster rundown of yeah, all of them taking them from marvel marvel superheroes uh, uh x-men, x-men versus street fighter marvel versus cap street fighter versus um, Marvel versus Street Fighter, Marvel, Street Marvel Fighter. Superheroes versus Street Fighter, Marvel, Marvel versus, versus Capcom. Capcom, Marvel versus Capcom Two has all those characters. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, the versus series is super weird uh, and dense. And we have it number two. Number two. Number two is my Spider-Man pick of Ultimate Spider-Man. It's uh, I love it. I love it's it. technically <laughs> not. Uh, it's not as technically proficient as Web of Shadows, mm-hmm. but the shell cell shaded look is gorgeous. Yeah. It look it's. The characters look pulled directly from the comics at the time with mm-hmm. art by Mark Bagley. And the story is written by Brian Michael Bendis, oh. the art, the writer of the yeah. Ultimate Spider-Man series. Yeah. It, it works perfectly. Actually, that should have also been on my, in a, in my accurate list because it very much was. Huh? And it was great. And like, like I said, cel-shaded stuff. You look at you know, Wind Waker, o- Okami, mm-hmm. ages so much better. Still looks great today. I, and I'd love it if they made like a direct sequel. To love it. it. They just sell shaded stuff more. Come on, guys. Yeah. Number one. Well, number one's the Arkham games. Like, there's no, oh. there's no denying yeah. it. The Arkham games are the best. All like, right. they're awesome game games. Like, you'd suggest them to anybody, and it also makes it great to be Batman. Like, being Batman rules. Yeah. It's the best Arkham Asylum specifically is the best Batman simulator mm-hmm. ever made. And I don't know if anybody's made a really good specific superhero simulator. Yeah. The closest was Spider-Man swinging mm-hmm. around. It was just like I said, yeah. Spider-Man swinging around, Hulk running and smashing whatever we'll he wanted. Bat- Avengers Battle for Earth for uh, Connect. Uh, maybe that'll be really accurate and fun. And uh, yeah. Well, and also Wolverine Origins, like, it was an M-rated Wolverine game. We'll that probably was... never see another one. Yeah. 
Too bad it wasn't but, successful. Too bad uh, my game uh, broke in the middle of it. I just couldn't pass it. Oh, no. <sighs> yeah. yeah, I know. It had problems. It had problems. I still love it, though. I, still, yeah. I was having a great time. I was just mm-hmm. pissed it, it wouldn't let me pass it. it but it's so awesome to see like his his skin explode off yeah. and then grow back. Like, did, so I cool. you, did I tell you what happened? There, there was that... There's that, there was um, a jump you couldn't Well, jump, there's a jump right? that you do uh, when you latch on a to lunge. somebody. A lunge. And you leap across something. There's supposed to be a guy standing on a tier. He fell down, and I killed him as with everybody else. <laughs> uh, reloaded the game a billion times. It just saved... It auto-saved there, and that guy never came back, mm. and I had no access to get up there other than a lunge. When? That's ridiculous. When? That is pretty bad. When? And that's... So Wolverine was number one. Awesome. What? Henry. Wait a minute. Hold on. Well, I'm going to throw in his, uh, just to round out a top ten, a couple of negative ones. No movement. Uh, <laughs> it was the reverse uh, it was. number. Okay. It was Nano one. Um, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Scott Pilgrim game is, is a great, accurate, and... Uh, Have you played that, Tyler? Holy mm. awesome game. No. It's good, though. Yeah, you know, it. it's, it's hard. It's I actually listen really to the hard. Because it's great. Yeah, it's Onomatoguchi did the whole uh, soundtrack. We love Onomatoguchi. We do. Yeah, we are fans. We but, haven't uh, seen him play live yet. This fun. I, Is it I feel hard? like I've seen I've seen them play live yeah. once a year, but I still yeah. haven't, I haven't seen him yet this year. I wonder if he'll be at PAX. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah, no, it's it's colorful, beautiful. Like it's, It looked if hard. It wasn't easy. When you imagined, though, when I was reading Scott Pilgrim mm-hmm. and imagined what the game would be, this is basically it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty much perfect. So fitting to all the homages in the comic. Yeah, seeing as how it's based so closely on River City Ransom, then making a River City Ransom clone. It is. And it looked a lot like the characters in the comics, and they're all the same situations. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it's Brian Lee O'Malley wrote the story. Yeah, I like it. So number, another negative one. No Turtles in Time. Um, if you had to say a great Ninja Turtles game, yeah, uh, two is two is amazing. I love two more. It's but better than two. The arcade, technically, four, yeah. I like arcade. Four is a crazy, crazy, uh, yeah. just great music. It has it even has more colorful, slightly more replay value. Uh, yeah. I, I love this. You know, I'll, I, I'll just you know what number one. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, or TMNT two, whatever you want to say. Whatever you want to say. Published by Ultra. Who could forget? I want to get that on a t-shirt. Uh, it was so perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, it Yeah. So great to play. With your brother. With your little <laughs> with your little brother on your NES together. I thought so I had great. another one. I guess Wolverine is in there as a negative one. Yeah. Wolverine now, totally. We basically needed a top ten. And uh, we rearranged the order. I didn't have ten uh, sound effects. Right? Yeah. There we so go. We, went backwards. we did it. I get it. We did it, guys. Uh, yay, video game. E3 comic video game show. I hope you enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. I didn't. So keep an eye out. There's not just the Spider-Man game, but uh, I won't say it because I, I can't be totally sure it's been announced, but I think you might at E3 have seen another really cool superhero video game that's on the horizon. <gasps> Anyways, I just wanted to let you guys know that I knew ahead of time. <laughs> Wink. Gotcha. Uh, Henry Gilbert Wink. So we'll see you guys next week in a regular-ish episode where we're talking about the news. So also, I guess I should have said at the start, like if Stanley died this week, then too bad because we can't can't cover it. Like we'll just have to talk about it next week. But, uh, hey, I hope he's okay. It will be pretty weird playing as Stanley in the Amazing Spider-Man game if he's dead. Me, Spider-Man. All right, until next week, Excelsior. Excelsior.